I don't mind that against the division. Well, consider you got champions of three of the last four seasons in there. Hmm. Irresistible uh, force, immovable objects. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't have to play any anyone in the finals, I think I'll win. It's game time. So to me, that would be a good way to open it up. Yes. You know, so yeah, there's definite appeal there. Oh, no, we just lost our under 20 demographic. It was a fizzler. So where do young people go when they're not uh, catching passes at the Steelers, Tay? Someone like the Jets will probably throw a massive coin at him to try and send his career into a tailspin. Hot diggity dog. I'm an optimist. I, I like having lots of options. Because, I mean, we see this all the time. We see three for twos. We see two for ones. Honestly, mate, that'd be enough to make me play well. This is a game my wife and I play at home, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> this is the Astro League. It sounds so weird in, like, an Australian accent. The Astro League. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> the Astro League podcast. I think my sheriff's decision is I, I just wouldn't do it during the season. G'day, g'day, and welcome to the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Matty C. I'm the host of the show. I'm the commissioner of the league. I'm a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach and Italian food. Uh, <laughs> no, maybe not quite true. This is not a dating profile. Fair enough. Um, look, thank you for joining us. And you can find us on social media. We're at Astro League Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. We update daily there and have, well, sometimes even twice a day. At the moment, we're uh, going hog wild on uh, sticking up stupid football memes and also attacking different <laughs> owners in the league, uh, being a little personal there because... Well, fuck it. I'm the one who's making them, so they're all me attacking everybody else. So come and give me your best shot this year. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Astro League Pod. You can also chuck us a good old-fashioned email. Do you remember when mail used to come in the E? Um, we are Astro League Podcast at gmail.com. Also, I think you could use the socials to help find our merchandise store. We teamed up with Tee Public, and you can find us there at Tee Public forward slash Astro League Podcast, or just follow the link in any of the social media to our link tree, and everything is from there, including how to get to the podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast so you can get these episodes. They're coming out at the moment twice a week. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to keep that up for because, uh, you know, between work and lockdowns and life and family and uh, amateur sports and all kinds of things, it's, um, it's getting challenging. It's getting challenging to keep them coming to a week. But for the meantime, while I'm doing it, uh, just make sure you subscribe so you don't miss them. I'm trying to get them out for breakfast on Tuesdays and breakfast on Fridays. A very special show today. Uh, while we had such a great time with the Gungalan Wolves last week, and thank you very much for everyone who came out and supported that podcast episode for the Gungalan Wolves and also for us at the Astros. We're going to have uh, a similar sort of thing with a couple of the other league teams a little bit later on but we, we are actually marching towards our draft as well it's funny to think that in two weeks we will actually have our our teams um it's a it's a whole crazy thing to think that the draft will have been done now with the changing situation here in the act we're actually not going to be able to do a venue this year by the look of that um, our lockdowns are going to pass that august 29th date that we had set aside for the draft Watch this space. I will come out with an update on what we're going to do with the draft. It looks like it'll be a entirely virtual event, which I know Jackal is going to feel sad that there's no schnitties on offer. Generally, a draft and a schnitty 
right up there on Jackal's list of things that he loves the most each year. It's sort of his way of kicking off the fantasy season and, and seeing that it's for real. But we'll work out a way, even if we have to have virtual schnitzels. Uh, but watch this space. I will provide an update. But today, we are getting, again, back into talking to owners in our league. And we, we've already talked to Scuba Steve. He is the champion. We're going to talk to the dude who he defeated in the semi-final, a fellow named Adam O'Grady. Now, Adam just cannot win a playoff game. This guy, this guy, he's got like a 70% win rate in the league as a whole. And we're talking in the last episode how even in this division, he's got like a 78% success rate against the teams he's going to be playing against in the division this year. Um, We're going to have a great chat with him. I've split this into two parts. So if you've found this one, this is part one. It doesn't necessarily uh, have to go in order. If you found part two first and then you're coming back to get this one, never fear. Part two will make sense without having listened to this one. There's only a couple of callbacks to this and none of them won't make sense. Uh, But if you are doing it in the proper order because you're not a complete maniac, uh, yes, this will make total sense then. Do part one first. Don't read the last chapter of the book. Read the first chapter of the book, right? Like, we're not all knuckleheads. Maybe it's just me. Anyhow, all right, I'm going to step aside. I'm going to bring Adam in. Uh, I did this really fine thing with Zoom. I'm such a a new Zoomer. I'm so late to adopt this technology. And uh, I recently just found you can set a background. And, and so, so this, we're going to dive into where Adam comes into the Zoom, where I've been chatting amongst myself for five or six minutes, just waiting for Adam to turn up. And in the meantime, I found the backdrop of us in a land room at a table with a fireplace roaring in the background. So uh, that is the imagery that's going to uh, accompany part one of this chat. And then partway through, something happens and we change the uh, the background and it turns out we're not in the fireplace room anymore. And that, that's probably going to be the uh, the artwork for the second episode. Anyhow, I'm going to bring Adam in right now. I'm done talking. Well, at least I'm done talking to you by myself. I'm not done talking to Adam. Get him in here. Let's go. There's a lot of practicalities in this that we haven't explored at all. Going to ask Taylor about it. Let's do that. I'm taking a page out of the sheriff's book. Mate, I think you should send a message and cut that idiot. Just had to note that for everyone. Just thought I'd let you know. There's my solutions to those. They have been straight stinked <laughs> And that's an ass. That's a part of an ass for anyone out there. Oh. <laughs> now I've got you at the fireplace with me. How set this up? Is this like... <laughs> Is this part of the pro version or something? <laughs> no, no, I'm a cheap bastard from Queanbeyan, so this is all just part of the free package. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> oh, all right. It's pretty It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, it amuses me a lot anyway. So, you know, this whole thing's just about me laughing at myself. <laughs> How are you, mate? Oh, lovely. It's good to yeah, see yeah, you. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's been a while. I've uh, just been chilling. Easy. Well, last time I was in touch a lot, you were sort of going through a fair bit of busyness because you were buying a house, selling a house, moving, changing, all sorts yeah. of shit. How are you traveling yeah. now? Uh, so I moved in, set, like, settling in. Like, every Each weekend, most weekends, I'll just do like bits and pieces around the house, doing like just the updating the electricals and whatnot, making things look a bit nicer. And at the moment, we're in the middle of setting up like the office. Yep. So, it's going to be. It's going to be like a really nice. Once the area is done, then it's going to be like dual, like dual screen, and then like another laptop stand, and then it's like a big long wooden table. And yeah, so just in the middle of doing all that. Plus, I got. I finished the Cairns Iron Man. Wow. When was that? Uh, June. June or July. One of those two. Bloody hell! Full Iron Man. Bloody hell, mate. First off. 
first time, so I was pretty pumped to get through it. I've never understood how people can get kind of race ready for three sports at once. Uh, I run marathons, and, and that's all right. You know, it's only one sport. But three, I just don't know how people do that. How do you I do it? And that was more so, oh, it was just, that was stubbornness, I think. <laughs> I thought it, because I'd done a couple of tries, and a mate told me, he goes, oh, do you want to come do the Cairns Triathlon? And I thought he meant, like, Olympic distance triathlon. And then when I looked it up, I'm like, dude, that's an Ironman. He's like, yeah, let's sign up and go do it. And I was, I was like, oh, God, do you know what this, like, it's a long way. So it took a fair bit of training. Like, I had to get, like, one of those indoor bike trainers. Oh, wow. Because it was the only way that I could get enough, I guess, fucking kilometers in your legs. Yeah. Otherwise, because you have to, you have to be doing, like, between, like, 20K runs a day and then, like, say, like, 90K bike rides each, like, each, like every other day and stuff like that. So, and then you do, like, a one big 100-something-plus kilometers um, on the weekend and whatnot. Yeah. So. A long ride. Yeah. Well, I'm meant to be doing another half one in September. And oh, I've wait. kind of just, I've kind of just <laughs> super lazy with it. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm done for one. I'm just yeah. like, oh. It's already in the tank, mate. No worries. Half one, 70 total Ks. No worries. You got this, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, the half Iron Man's still 90K bike ride, 21K run. And then 90K bike in a half Iron Man. Fuck me. So they call it a 70.3 because it's 70.3 miles overall. Oh, is that why? So See, still, I thought it was 70.3K. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, you got this. Nah, 70.3 miles because they do, yeah, 90K bike ride, still a 21K run, and then the, well, that's the opposite way around. But then a 1.9K swim. 9Ks. My head hurts thinking about a 9K swim. Nah, 1.9K. Fuck. So 2K two, two, two swim. A 2K swim still hurts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was that was the bit that I did all right in the Ironman. Like up in Cairns, I did yeah. all right during that. And then so I smashed it, smashed that out in like, so it was 3.8K. I did that in like 54 minutes. And then I was, I was flying, but then at, at about the 110K mark on the bike ride, uh, we hit this headwind coming back from Port Douglas. And I just died in the ass. Uh, I was absolutely, I was like flying and I'm like, oh no. And then I lost all my energy. And then like for the last like 70 Ks, I was just absolutely struggling. Oh, there you say, you know, just casually for the last 70 Ks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I've gotten used to long distances because of the running, but none of that's nearly yeah, as long yeah. as it is on a bike. But fuck <laughs> So, oh, for the last 10 Ks, it's a house of pain or whatever. And, and you know, 10 Ks sounds like a long way when you're running. Um, but he are saying on the bike, 70, just casual, just casual, just 70, whatever. You know, I was in a bit of pain. Uh, yeah. It was a bit brutal. It's full. <laughs> like 70 yeah. Ks, mate. That's from here to Goulburn. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it, it's not fun. Like, Jesus. And then like, and then people go, oh, why do you do it? Other people go, why do you do it again? It's, and at the time I was like, not never again. And then yeah. like two weeks later, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe. And then I'm like, no, why? <laughs> <laughs> Those rose-colored glasses go on. It's a whole thing. After my first marathon, I'm like, that's bullshit. Never. Yeah. Don't say never. Yeah. The fondness, you know, that no. <laughs> it grows uh, with time after the event's finished. You start going, yeah, I could do that again. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> <laughs> How is it for travel in Queensland at the moment? I mean, we're, we're all in lockdown here this week, but what's Queensland like at the yeah. moment? 
Well, yeah, let's not for you guys. I think for us, we're fine. Like, yeah. I think every, every case that's popped up in the last week has all been in home isolation already. Cool. So I think that, I think they've jumped on top of it. All right. But I still work most of the time and it's more so just jobs get changed around, like some like projects and stuff that we were working on. I go, oh, just wait until yeah. the whole situation's cleared. Yeah. So that's, it's more so just that's where work slows down. Bit annoying, but it's not too bad. Imagine that if it's some places where you need to get access to where the access gets a bit trickier if some suburbs go into lockdown or yeah. they become close to exposure sites or whatever. Yeah, it's shifting sands, right? I was going to say, how's the Coca Cola business? <laughs> well, very famously, uh, a couple of months ago, I tipped in Coke and I jumped. Oh, wow. Up, yeah, after almost 12 years with them. I yeah. finished up there around about, it was just after the Super Bowl. And I've gone to work with a little group near the airport called Pialago Estate. It'll uh, be interesting to try and balance all of the expectations for that job and how much I usually like to be involved in all this stuff. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how the balance is this year. Because, I mean, I had time on time on time last year. My old place was sending me on leave left and right because I've been there so long and I'd just gotten all my long service leave. And then, so they just sent everyone who had excessive leave off to go burn it on nothing. Um, so I had nothing to do last year this time, but... Yeah, it'll be different. Be very oh, different. So you, you were very, you were super prepared for the draft last time. <laughs> yeah, I was so prepared, and then I completely fucked the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this year, I've barely uh, planned for the draft at all. I've done like five mock drafts. I've hated all of them. We'll just I've, see what happens. I've <laughs> I've taken the same approach. <laughs> I've I've watched I think uh, two rounds of the NFL draft. And then yeah. I, I've done two mock drafts so far. Done some mock drafts. Look at you go. <laughs> but like, that's but just 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 on that draft simulator, nothing special. No. So it's kind of like ah. Oh. And a lot of the time, I just see guys pop up. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. I don't. I've been burnt by that guy. I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you're going that early, I can ignore you. Uh, and I think it's good too because you can see guys further down and go, oh, I would have thought he'd be more valuable. Well, I'm happy to wait to get him and then reach around earlier because I'll be happy to get him around. Look, it just really helps, I think, the idea of if you're going to have to live with your first four rounds of guys scoring most of your points, how do you make sure they're guys you like? And you're not... Yeah. Because, I mean, you've been lucky. You've, you've won a lot in these first three years and not everyone does. But if the season comes around where you're not winning a lot, it's much easier to be losing a lot if you've got a team at least of players you like. That's my yeah. thing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than losing with a team of guys you don't yeah. even well, like. I don't think I wouldn't <laughs> mind. I think I've picked I've picked in this same position the last two well, last two years as well. So yeah. I think I'm twelve. <laughs> yeah, you're I picked twelve last year, and I picked 12. twelve, and I picked twelve the year before. This <laughs> yeah. is the third year in a row or something. I'm picking twelve. And yeah, we're gonna rename it twelve. We're just gonna call it Adams. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've been doing some prep though, because I mean, it's, in two weeks' time we'll have our teams. Isn't that crazy? Well, that, when I say, but that's the thing. I haven't been doing the prep. I've done two mock drafts, and that's it. I haven't really looked at <laughs> players. I haven't. The only thing I've checked a couple of injuries. Yep. I was pretty devastated, mainly on the Rams roster. I was pretty devastated. I was pretty devastated when Cam Akers went down. Done yeah, for the I like season. The I love a bit of Cam Akers. I was very sad. Yeah, and we got rid of Malcolm Brown. There's not too much really going on with our running back situation there now. And 
<laughs> well, have you scurried out and got your Jake Funk jersey, mate? Because he's like the rookie running seventh round running back. Have you gone out and got his or a, a staff? No, you got a staff? No, no. <laughs> Not yet. Um, I've I'm still running my Sam Bradford and Todd Gurley jerseys. <laughs> Sam Bradford. Ah, Sammy Biscuits. I love you, brother. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's two Rams jerseys that I'm running. Um, oh, good. Which isn't too bad, but... You get the Sterling Shepherd yeah. one out just for fun, just to change it up, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I think that if any, if, if any Rams, if you any any guy deserves that you to buy their jersey, I'd say it'd be Aaron Donald, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like a Hall of Famer for, for the Rams, and so I think if anything's yeah, no going to last, it would be his. <laughs> no doubt. I think he'll be one of those ones where... You see guys getting around in like Polamalu jerseys and that'll never go out of style. I think Donald will be uh, yeah. Donald, not Donald, will be the same. Don- I'm hoping for Donald. God, one day I hope he plays. <laughs> Where's I he mean- gone? He's gone Panthers. He went Panthers, didn't he? Yeah. I read- that's going to be – That's an. In- I thought that was interesting when the trades were going through. Yeah. And to see him over there, like, I guess that's – and that's why I saw um, – like, and Curtis Samuel's gone. So who's who was the who's the last guy, the wide receiver there? Is, um, um, Robbie Anderson still there? And uh, DJ Moore is DJ Moore. I guess they're number one. That's, that's the guy I kept seeing go quite high, and I was like, oh, new QB yeah. situation. I, I don't know. I went up doing a draft with Taylor the other day. We we're in a sixteen-team league of other podcasters and stuff, and. Yeah, we've got DJ Moore as our number one receiver, and oh, it feels weird. Oh. Was, was that a Taylor? Was that a Taylor choice? We took Chubb in the first round, and then took no, not Mahomes. We took uh, Kittle in the second round. So by the time we came around to the third okay. round, we didn't have a receiver, and DJ Moore was clearly the best there. But it's still like, oh, he's the, he's our best yeah. receiver. Fuck. I wouldn't. I don't. I, um. I. I think this year I'm backing off high end. To, uh, high round tight ends. Oh, really? I think. Yeah, I like because especially the last what three seasons, there's been like at least one or two breakout tight ends that have like pop that have gone in those late rounds and then just been like top five, top three. Yeah, they and, deliver, and you don't have to spend the capital, right? Yeah. Whereas like. What Kittle? I think the only one that you can spend capital on should be Kelsey, because Kittle's—he was injury prone last year, which was a bit of pain. And then I know like the others are kind of just nowhere near as as good as like when Kittle's healthy and when uh, Kelsey's there. I think you could put one no else is just good. in that conversation too, because Carr. Yeah, look at a wall, like he's number one receiver, the same as Mahomes is doing with, with Kelsey. And I think you could yeah, make an argument to take Kelsey over all the wide receivers. But that was the thing. Like, Waller, what, last year wasn't like he wasn't drafted as like a what, top three? Uh, I think he uh, might have been fifth or sixth. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's, and then he had those couple games where everyone was like, holy shit. Yeah. A couple of two touchdown, 100 plus yard games, and you're like, woo. Yeah. Man. And then you get a guy like Mark Andrews just fall off the map. Like he used to be a two touchdown kind of guy, and then he just kind of fell off the map a bit. No one trusts him anymore. 
Yeah. I don't know what to do with tight end. I mean, I took Kittle in the in the second round last year, and that obviously worked out really well for me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I traded him to Pete, and then Pete sent me back yeah. Saquon, and that worked out even oh, better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I, I was, I was angry about that trade as well. I was, was like, so what? Bad. How, how did you pull this off? It was, I thought it was complete, complete. You were just doing him over, pants down, spank him on the ass. Do you want to know that the yeah. real machinations behind that trade? I'll, I'll dig into the Connor case files here, mate. Pete approached me with that offer. Really? And I, I was nervous about giving up Kittle because I'd never drafted a tight end that high before. And I thought, yeah, I'm really nervous about giving him up because if he has a season like you might expect, I'm giving away a maybe weak winning advantage at a position. For Saquon, okay, okay, I should probably do it. And, and I was just nervous about giving away that. And, and in the end, like, I gave him Mixon with Kittle and he gave me Golladay with Saquon. So, in the end, we got a combined, like, eight games out of the four guys. It was just... Yeah, they were. <laughs> the the most injured people in the world. <laughs> so, it so truly didn't matter. Where'd Golladay go this year? He's at the Giants. Giants with... Yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, and that's why Daniel Jones is like quite. He bye. seems like a yeah. Bye, good bye little, Daniel Jones. Bye Daniel. Jones. <laughs> well, he's he seems like a late round guy that you can pick up with with yeah. on Jones. I think if I miss the first eight guys, then I'll I'll just wait to get a guy like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I end up Definitely. the choice between uh Herbert or Hertz, and then someone like Jones. Well, I'll just wait the extra rounds to get someone like Jones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the worst ones is um uh is the Colts gonna uh sign Nick Foles? <laughs> I don't think they are. I think they're gonna just roll, man, with I thought didn't they draft uh the long Longhorns Hookham Hookham boys? Uh Ell- J- Jake Ellinger. Ellinger QB yeah, from yeah, Ellinger so. and um yeah, and Easton was the guy they drafted last year. So I think it's those two. I didn't watch any of the preseason stuff that happened this weekend yet. I sort of saw some highlights from the Jags one because I just wanted to see Trevor Lawrence get sacked over and over again, which was good. And <laughs> how is how is he going? Like, what's the what's the noise out of training camp for him? Well, he looks like he'll be good, um, but he's got a terrible offensive line. So he'll only be as good as that gets, you know. So I'll have to. Yeah, so he'll basically. Him. Who get Joe borrowed? Pretty well, yeah. So uh, lots of screen passes and and into the flats, just so you don't get hit. I think that's the way to do yeah. it, Trevor Lawrence. No, we'll see, man. I, I don't think we're going to have a great year if we can win five games. I'll be happy. It's generally how I roll in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're meant to have that once in a generational talent now when you're okay. Peyton Manning didn't go to the playoffs in his first year either, mate. It's all right. I've got time. <laughs> <laughs> Either did your boy Goff, so you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, Super Bowl. I'm at, I, I was happy. I think like, <laughs> Goff, Goff's got a like, raw end of the deal, but at the same time, he has like, he has one week where like he can seem to like throw, throw the ball right, right there every time. And then he, the next week, he can't hit a thing. And I think, <laughs> and like, I think it was his, just his like, just pre pre snap motion, and he just didn't. He never seemed settled last year. 
But it just, it just didn't. And there was those rumors about, uh, like, what, a year or two ago, there were even rumors about uh, Goff um, like, uh, uh, and the McVeigh thing like, not working. And that was two years ago. And then yeah. now it seemed to completely break down. So, uh, well, well, yeah, pretty much it, right after the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I had such high hopes for the Rammies because, uh, you know, they'd, they'd sailed away a lot of their future and they built this really strong team with a whole bunch of mercenary guys who were happy to take a little bit less to be on a championship team and uh, it just didn't come together. So, uh, But we'll see how it goes this year because, you know, having that extra playoff spot in, yeah. in each division, oh, sorry, in each conference is, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an important thing and I could imagine it goes to the NFC West as well. I could really imagine that. I mean, the worst team well, in that division might be the Cardinals and they'd probably win the NFC East for fuck's sake. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's it's not a fun division to be in no. at all. You gotta eat <laughs> it was like it's been like that for the last couple of years. The only reason that I think what two of us got through last year was because um, the 49ers had so many injuries; it was ridiculous. Yeah, and you got to imagine they're going to be better this year too. So it's just. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone says this before a season. All the teams that didn't perform well, they go, oh, you got to imagine they'll be better. A lot of them won't be. But, I mean, Not you, always. <laughs> you imagine that they should be. You imagine, especially what what's um, pre-draft ranking? What is Colin Murray ranked at the moment? Because now he has ridiculous weapons everywhere. What's- uh, he's, depending on what your flavor is, he generally seems to be the third quarterback off the, off the board behind uh, Mahomes and Allen. And he's Alan, generally uh, third. And depending on how much you either like Dak or Lamar Jackson, but those those three are kind of in their own little tier, three, four, five. Yeah. And I think and what, so how how high up the board is Stefan Diggs then this year? Is he a first round pick? He probably will be in our league, yeah, or early second. Yeah. You know, if he goes you know, in the part of the second round you'd be picking in, I think that'd be about perfect, you know. That'd be good value. I'd, I'd be yeah, I'll be happy with something like that. That'd be a good, good uh, second. Yeah. second I led the right league in catches last year, and we play half points per reception, and it's like sixty bonus points, right? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> he was good for me last year. I mean, he was about the only good thing on my horseshit team by the end of the season. <laughs> my team just fell apart. Uh, it was doing well to to just try and keep together, and, and I was stepping over corpses pretty much, beating teams who were scoring once, eighty. Once everyone started dropping off, yeah. And my team has got 82. It's like, Maddie wins again. It's like, my team is horseshit. Stop this. <laughs> Was this the first year that we were in a division together? I think it might be. Yeah. And I'm so excited about this because we've played each year and you've got me each year. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, just setting the record, just leveling this <laughs> off a bit, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what against the whole uh, against our whole division, I've got a winning record, which is nice. Yes. I think that's, I don't have it in front of me. Ah, oh, how badly prepared am I? Hang on, I bet you I can drag it up. Um, no, no, you do. You've got a winning record. You're seven and two. You're seven and two. I don't mind that against the division. Well, consider you got champions of three of the last four seasons in there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Irresistible uh, force, immovable objects. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't have to play, as long as I don't have to play any anyone in the finals, I think I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do this year? No finals. It's just the best team after fourteen weeks of regular yeah. season. That's it. No just, finals. 
Yeah, just Premier League, Premier League type thing. <laughs> but you know what it's going to be like before our matchups this year. It's going to be just me in your ear going, you know, there's a lot of pressure. It feels like a final. A final. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and just see if your team get the jitters. <laughs> oh, I just don't I, – I honestly don't know what happens in finals. It just seems I just completely get absolutely obliterated and just – but each last two seasons, the person that's oh. beaten me has gone on, gone on to win. Well, and they've been close well. losses, both of them. Yeah. You haven't been smashed. You've lost by like a combined total of 12 points or something. It's just been a touchdown. Like, And how fluky are touchdowns? Yeah. That's just a matter of time. Oh. It's delicious, though. <laughs> I, I just love that you've got the best winning record, like percentage-wise, in the league ever. Zero playoff wins. I just, I love Zero that. playoff wins, yeah. I love that. <laughs> you are the Andy Dalton of our league. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's fair. Well, does Dalton have zero? Has he even made the playoffs? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think they made it as a two seed a little while back. Um, oh, wow. Two or three. Yeah, yeah. But no, they never, they never win. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> Do you remember that I'm one against the one. Steelers where they were ahead, like, with just minutes to go, and they pretty much just Vontae's perfect gave away penalty after penalty until they oh, the Steelers all the Von, way back. That was going to be Dalton's moment. He was going to finally yeah. win one. Vontae's, oh, that's that's one fellow that's uh, done a fa- fair few bad things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a the Stephen A. Smith here. He is a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to grab another beer. I'll be back yeah, in a sec. Do it. <laughs> Jesus, you've got to be up at 8 a.m. Because, man, I beat the shit out of some of these. Next thing we're talking about cats in space, you know? I don't know. I think you're going to write a book about this in the future. Pack an extra pair of undies. <laughs> maybe two pairs of undies, mate. This is going to be brutal. Wow. You know, he, he seems self-deprecating. I, I was always yes. a big Keaton fan. Woo-wee. That is part one, done and dusted. Uh, Adam's gone off to grab a beer. I suggest you do too. Unless you're driving. Don't go off and grab a beer if you're driving. Uh, but since many of us are in lockdown... Fuck it. Grab a beer. It's probably 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, who gives a shit? You're not going anywhere. Go grab a beer. Do it. Do it. And come back for part two. You'll find it wherever you found this one. If you've already done part two and you come back and got part one now, still go and grab a fucking beer. Why not? Why not? Come on. Again, it's lockdown. If you if you can't be drinking at inappropriate times of day, what is the point of being trapped in your house? Uh, in the meantime, my name is Matty C, host of the show, commissioner of the Astro League, and uh, of course, as we talked about before, Scorpio, lover of fine foods and wine. Um, feel free to invite me out for fine food and wine, because I'm a Scorpio. I love that. Um, I actually don't know what Scorpio is like. I know what I like. If anyone's got any tips about what Scorpio is like, uh, leave them for me on the social media. We're at Astro League Podcast at Facebook and Instagram. You can send me an email telling me all about it at Astro League Podcast at gmail.com. You can tell me about it on Twitter. Tag me into some Scorpio-related shit on Twitter. I mean, God, I barely check the Twitter, but it's there, and I get notifications when people interact with it, so do it. It's uh, Astro League Pod on Twitter because you never get enough characters to write your whole name on Twitter. Of course, there's our merchandise store. And uh, look, we are getting pretty close to going on sale. So, what I would do if I would go and have a peek at our merchandise store, and then when the sale is on, I'll announce it here and just go and save like 25% off everything then. 
but go and bookmark the stuff you want now. Don't pay full retail, even when it's for our store. Because, I mean, we'll still make the same money off it, and then I can invest it in cool shit for the podcast, or I can invest it in next year's draft day. Um, so feel free to just go and invest in there, because the money will go to some good use, and I can keep people up to tabs with how much we make off it. Not that we make much, and in fact, aside from me buying shit off it so far, we haven't made any money off it, because it's just been me buying merchandise from my own stinking store, because, you know... They're all my ideas, and, and I think they're great, but no one else probably does. Anyway, enough from me. If you haven't caught part two, go get it now. If you have caught part two and you're sick of me, I'll see you next time round. Hooroo! Play. Play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League-specific news, information, and stats with your obnoxious commissioner, Matty C. Mm-hmm.